Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the first episode of Season 2 of the Talkin' Smack podcast. My name is Aiden Jolly, alongside new host Adam Gorski. It's college basketball season, first day of the year. A lot of games to talk about, a lot of stuff going on this week and the next couple days. So let's do it. So starting off, um, Niagara, um, they have a new coach, uh, Greg Paulus, after the resignation of Patrick Beeline a couple weeks ago. Um, so Patrick Beeline resigned, I forget what day it was, it was a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and he cited some personal problems. Um, so, you know, obviously we wish him the best of luck there. Uh, but anyway, th- it was a really surprising thing to happen, especially at this point in the year. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean... I think you and I were both in agreement that we thought the Patrick Beeline hire was a, was a good hire. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously the coaching roots there are certainly strong. His dad's gone from coaching at New Fane High School up in Niagara County, where I'm from, to now coaching the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know what I mean? So he's risen through the ranks. Um, but just the fact that it wasn't like this happened, you know, he's been there for years and this just came out of the yeah, blue. This was right. in with like two, three months of him yeah. being hired. So it certainly, yeah, certainly he, ne- he never even, he never even coached a game there. And obviously his dad, John Beeline, uh, former, former, uh, Canisius head coach as well. Um, had a lot of success here in the nineties. Um, so it was just really surprising. He was hired in April and, um, you know, there, there's a lot of speculation online as to what happened. We're not going to speculate <laughs> on uh, that. But if, obviously, you want to look up, look it up, that's on you. And, you know, the stories <laughs> the stories out there are the stories out there. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Greg Paulus is the new head coach there. Um, he was an assistant coach at a number of places throughout the years. Last year, he was an assistant at... Uh, I believe it was Louisville, mm-hmm. um, George Washington, actually. Louisville was two years ago. So he spent time as an assistant at Navy in, uh, for the 2010-11 season, an assistant coach at Ohio State 2011-17, then spent the past two respective seasons at Louisville and George Washington. Um, he's still really young for a coach, too. He's only 33 years old, you know, the former Duke uh, mm-hmm. point guard. Uh, he played there from 05 to 09. Um, so, I mean, just... He's finally getting his first head coaching job, and yeah. deservedly so, yeah, even, and I, even as an interim. Mm-hmm, yeah, I mean, you mentioned it with the, the, the Duke connection. I mean, playing four years under Mike Krzyzewski, I mean, <laughs> that's probably one of, if not the greatest college basketball coaches of all time. Right. So, you know, that certainly has to give you an advantage right. coming in as an interim head coach, you know what I mean, to learn from one of the best. So, yeah. you know, I, I think it's tough to say, really, with the MAC, just because, you know, you kind of have your Ionas, you have your riders. Right. You have, you know, Sienna and Jalen Pickett, and then it's just kind of a, you know, bit of a toss-up. Right, but, right. You know what I mean? I think that was kind of how it was last year. I mean, you had, what, two two through five, two through six was all tied at 11 and 11 seven. And seven, yeah. Um, so, you know, I think if he connects with his players, if they can get something special going, I think there's certainly room to, you know, make a spot for them in the higher seeds come MAC tournament time. Right, and, they, I mean, those seedings will – you know, have a lot. Currently, I have them 10th just because I feel like they don't have a lot back. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going to get into my rankings since uh, you kind of threw that on me. So first, <laughs> I have Iona. Obviously, they've won the MAC four years in a row now. Everyone knows that. Oh, yeah. uh, the big thing, though, is Ricky McGill is no yes. longer on the team, graduated. 
Um, that's a big, big loss Lots for of them. Loss. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know, they certainly bring back some talent. You know what I mean? They, I think where they, where they got uh, Isaiah Washington, I think that'll be a very good grad transfer for mm-hmm. them. Or I don't know if he's grad transfer, just transfer, whatever he was. But, um, you know, I think that he, he certainly can help them out from a, a guard perspective. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think, yeah. um, but, uh, you know, as you said, McGill, <laughs> that's, yeah, you know, that's, that's your big. go-to that's option. Very big. You know what I yeah. mean? I think that's going to hurt them for sure. I also, I, I really wonder if this may be the year that, that Tim Clues finally, you know, step, you know, makes a step up in the world. You know what I mean? I mean, he's been poached before. I mean, or attempted to be poached attempted, before. Attempted, right, at St. John's. You know John's. what I mean, right? And, you know, that obviously didn't work out. So, you know, it, it makes me wonder just how much longer he'll stay there with, especially if he manages to win the Mac again. Again, I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? I can't imagine he's not on a lot of Power Six Conference school's radar. Right. You know what I mean? Trying, you know, a school trying to, you know, at the bottom trying to get back up to the top mm-hmm. or to the top for the first time, you know. So St. John's being, you know, exactly. that, that the whole thing exactly. last year, I mean, they they went back and forth on it. It seemed like yeah. about 20 different candidates. <laughs> um, Tim Clues was one of them, and it seemed like he really wanted that job, but it just, yeah. you know, it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um which is a surprising thing. I want to talk about, though, Iona's experience. They have mm-hmm. six seniors oh, on yeah. the roster. They have E.J. Crawford, who's probably one of the best players in the conference. Oh, yeah, ben absolutely. Perez, he's a junior. He really came out of nowhere last mm-hmm. year, Ben Perez, to be one of their better guys on the bench. They want Ijuana Gui mm-hmm. um, is really good as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, just looking at it. I mean, they're, they're starting five. They return... Uh, Asante Gist, who had, he averaged twelve and a half per game last year. Ben Perez, eight point two. EJ Crawford, seventeen point seven. Or ben, ben Perez is a senior. I thought he was a junior. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, and then Tuan Gee, as you said, thirteen point two. So, I mean, you're they, they have a lot of experience. Exactly. They have a lot of experience. Yeah, a lot of and, experience. Um, a lot of scoring. Right. And that's what you need. they have uh, Mo Thyme, who is a uh, transfer from New Mexico State. Mm-hmm. He averaged four and a half off the bench. There last year and was a JUCO All-American at Marshalltown Community College, which is in Iowa, uh, two years ago. Mm-hmm. So he'll be a guy who comes off the bench and gives them, you know, a, next, a nice boost there. Mm-hmm. Um, so. so second, I have Ryder. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they still had the pieces to compete at the high level, even though Anthony Durham graduated and Jordan Allen transferred. They bring back Frederick Scott, Dementio Vaughn, and Stevie Jordan. Um, so that's three of their starting five. I think... Uh, you know, the big thing for Ryder is they, they're always good in the regular season, but then they tend to struggle right. in the back tournament. Mm-hmm. That's been the theme yeah. of the past handful of years. Right. I um, mean, and as you said, I mean, the question is going to be, they certainly seem to have the talent. They bring back some, I mean, a lot of solid players. But as you said, the question is going to be, come, you know, tournament time, can they get over the hump? Can right. they get the monkey off their back and, mm-hmm. you know, get past that, you know, first or second round you know they struggled to get past that exactly you know what i mean you know it's not like the you know they're leaps and bounds you know a better than like every single team in the conference you know what i mean you know it's it's a pretty competitive conference in that regard but with that being said you're the higher seed you got the better record on paper you're supposed to win these games exactly and you know kevin baggett has just not done that no and i mean it's something that he's gonna have to do if he wants to even continue at the job at Correct. Ryder. Yes. So uh, they have, on the bench, though, they have uh, Tyree Randall, mm-hmm. um, who I just found this out this morning. Jeff Goodman uh, put out a whole list of uh, injury reports and suspensions. Tyree Randall's off the bench for them. He sat out last year as a uh, red shirt, but he started mm-hmm. 
all 32 games as a freshman two years ago. He is suspended at least the first 10 games of the wow. season. I did not know that. For a violation. Of, yeah, I didn't find that out until this morning. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I mean, impactful. I mean, it's it's non-conference, obviously, right. but Regardless. that is that is a loss for mm-hmm. uh, the first handful of games. He he's a good three-point shooter too. He shot forty-two point six percent two years ago. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a loss. But I think once they get to the conference season and they have yeah. they have yeah, in theory everyone back, right. um, I think they'll be all right. And you kind of I'm just looking at their their projected starting five here. Uh, you kind of mentioned it with Iona with the experience. I mean they're just as experienced in the starting five. Right. Stevie Jordan senior, Kymar Williams redshirt senior, Dominic Vaughn. I'm not even Dementio. Dementio Vaughn. My gosh. Redshirt junior, Frederick Scott redshirt junior. Uh, Tyre Marshall's uh, senior, you know, experience is crucial when it comes about college basketball. You know, right. I mean, you, you've Absolutely. had your Dukes and your, you know, your talented lineups where you have like a big three, big four that are freshmen and inexperienced, and that's great and all. And, you know, they certainly were extremely talented players last year, but you saw it. They almost got upset by UCF in the round of 32, mm-hmm. almost got upset by Virginia Tech in the Sweet 16, and then ended up losing in the Elite Eight when they were projected to win the national championship. So, right. You know, come tournament time, that experience is key. And it does. certainly have it. It is. And uh, Stevie Jordan was named to the first team uh, All-Mac. Um, Frederick Scott and Demencio Vaughn were second team. And Tyree Marshall, who's a senior, was third team for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have, they have a lot of guys who really can mm-hmm. do well. Um, third, I have Quinnipiac. Mm-hmm. So... I really believe in Quinnipiac. I did last year. I thought they were going to win the MAC last year. They didn't, but I, I'm going to go back to it. I mean, it's I keep saying it every other time. If Iona doesn't win the title, I think it's Quinnipiac's to lose. Really? Um, they lost Cameron Young. Yeah, they lost I mean, Abdullah Bundu. Um, so they can't run their offense through one guy anymore. Right. Cameron, I mean, can't, that, like exactly. they could do, they could do that up. last right. year with Cameron Young. He was the MAC Player of the Year. He had yeah. fifty odd points in that one game against oh, Siena. Yeah. I mean, what do you have? But he had, um, he like twenty four or something yeah. like that. I mean, that's that's all American discussion right, right it there. Is. When you're it averaging is. that many points per game, right? Um, I want to talk about Baker Dunleavy, their coach. Mm-hmm. He, he'll be uh, coming into his third season with the program, and he has built a culture there. I yeah. really think he well. He was an assistant at Villanova. He was on it for the first national championship team when they beat North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he could potentially build a Villanova, yes. not not a program, but a culture right. of yes. winning and expecting to win, right. and graduating your guys and just doing and being really yeah. really good at that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mentioned um, it earlier with Greg Paulus and Niagara. I mean, you're learning from. I mean, obviously you're playing under Mike Krzyzewski, but regardless, right. I'm sure you're right. picking stuff up from a great coach like that. Like Jay Wright. Right, yeah. exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. You know, I mean, you're coaching under, with, with Dunleavy, you're coaching under Jay White. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, he's won a national championship. Yeah. Over the past four or five years, he's built in a culture, he's built in a program that is yeah. consistently competing in the NCAA tournament year after mm-hmm. year. You know, I I think yeah. that certainly is beneficial to him, and I, I imagine that will certainly aid him not only this year, but, you know, depending on how long he stays there, if he does build something special, right. I think it will aid him greatly. And they have, they have a lot of good players coming back, too, that will really I help. That, um, yeah. Tyrese Williams, who, who really surprised me last year as a freshman, he, he kind of came out uh, almost nowhere and mm-hmm. played really well. Um, they have Rich Kelly, who I think is fantastic on defense. Jacob Ragoni is perhaps the best shooter in the conference. <laughs> and uh, Kevin Marfo is really good mm-hmm. as well. Um, another guy that they 
brought in is Aaron Falzon, mm-hmm. who is a grad transfer from Northwestern. Um, I think he will fit in really well to the style of offense they want to run. So he was at Northwestern for four years mm-hmm. and, you know, showed flashes of being good. But the, his issue was he just struggled through through a lot of injuries mm-hmm. there. And um, I think he, he has one year, obviously, because he's a grad transfer. But if he can stay healthy, he can be a really, really solid addition to oh, that yeah, team. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I talked about it earlier with experience. You know what I mean? He's played four years in the Big Ten against some of the best right. competition in the country. You know, you come down, you know, not, I mean, obviously the MAC is certainly a lesser league than the Big Ten. Obviously, yeah. We're, yeah. we're not, said, you know. You know, uh, that competition, that experience, that'll aid you, that'll mm-hmm. rub off on teammates. And, you know, as you said, if he can stay healthy, I, I'm i sure they will get him the ball. I'm sure he can, he can certainly help out and produce for that team. But as you said, with them losing young, it's not a one-man show anymore. No, it's not. You know what I mean? They, they, can't, gonna, they can't have it be a one-man exactly. show anymore. It's going to have to be team ball. You know what I mean? It's going to have to be by committee scoring. Yeah. And, you know, as you said, they have some shooters. They have some guys that they can get the ball to and certainly appear on paper that they can produce. So if they can manage to pull off that transition from going to a one-man committee to, uh, yeah. you know, a committee moving of the ball everybody around moving yeah. the ball around, you know, yeah. is looking for the open shots, I think that – I just I think they certainly can be the three as you projected. Uh, all right, so fourth I have Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, I I could have them higher, but I think this was a good spot for them. They have everyone back, and I mean they they <laughs> got to they got to the conference quarterfinals last year, lost to Canisius in that overtime game. I was at that game. Manhattan should have won that oh, game. Oh yeah, I mean I, I but, remember watching at home just. Being like, how how are the Griffs even still in the right, game right now? Right. Like, what is this, what is going on? I mean, I, I was I was stunned that you know Canisius managed to pull that one off. But yeah. as you said, I mean, they really did not have any business winning that game. And, no. You know, if it wasn't for some you know poor I I don't even know what the word maybe management I guess down the stretch for I, Manhattan. Yeah. Well, yeah, Manhattan made some mistakes at yeah. the end of that game, but um, that that ended up just being the difference there. Mm. Um, but Manhattan is all. Five of their starters back. I know. Every single one of them, and and all their reserves too. They have Paulie Polycap back, even though he dealt with he dealt with uh, some injuries mm-hmm. during the year. They have a uh, the Mac All Name Team, Abube Abube. Oh yes. back. Elite, <laughs> elite name right there. My, my favorite in the conference, probably. <laughs> I, I do like Paulie Polycap. I mean, yeah, I know. They, I mean, they got two on the. Steve Masiello is all about that. Oh, Steve yeah. Masiello is all about the names. I mean, you got two on the all all conference yeah. name team. You yeah. Gotta be looking pretty yeah. solid at the end of the season. Even I mean, more alliteration and Warren, oh, Warren yeah. Williams. <laughs> he He's a very, he's a really talented player. He was really good in that. Um, mm-hmm. He had about 25 points. He ended up getting into some foul trouble, and that was kind of why Canisius ended right. up winning that game because he had to come out of the game. He, had, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he got that fourth foul with like four or five minutes left mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have, they have everyone back. Oh, Steve yeah. Masiello is... A good coach, and we'll obviously get the most out of him. He he's one of those New York tough guys. Yeah, right. You know he'll <laughs> he'll get what he wants out of him. Yes, absolutely. Um, I mean you're right though. I mean just looking at this, they they as you said they bring almost everybody back. Like it's 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 like, like it's surprising. It, it's yeah, it's very surprising because it's rare. It's rare that that I mean? ever happens. Yeah, because. You know, in smaller mid-major conference teams like this, you're not seeing guys who come in and it's, oh, one and done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Typically, you recruit a few guys every year. They play their four years, and, you know, every year you're losing a couple guys, and every year you're bringing a couple guys back in. Right. You know what I mean? But for them to be able to, you know, have and bring back such a – not only their core, but, you know, countless people off the bench too – 
I think that continuity will certainly give them a strong chance of competing for a title this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so fifth, I have Sienna. Mm-hmm. Um, new coach and Carmen Massarello after Jamie and Christian. Surprisingly left for George Washington after one year. That that was a surprising move, but they brought in Massi- or Massarello. He's a Sienna or what? Massiello and Massarello. Especially yeah, in back-to-back teams. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, um, they have the new coach and him after Jamie and Christian left, which was surprising. They have Jalen Pickett, who's, in my mind, the best player in the conference this year. There was someone who didn't vote for him for the MAC uh, All-First Team. Yeah, he was I, not unanimous. Which I, was, that's a, I, I don't yeah. know about that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they bring back also Manny Camper and Sammy Friday, um, who are both very solid role players. One that hurts them is... Losing the heart and soul of that team and Evan Fisher because mm-hmm. um, of graduation. Kadeem Smith and graduated as well. Um, one that surprised me, it was a late transfer, but uh, Sloan Seymour. Mm-hmm. He was a really good player for them. He was kind of Jalen Pickett's secondary guy, but he ended up transferring to George. Excuse me. I'm, I have the hiccups right now. <laughs> for uh, George Washington after Jamie and Christian right, left. Right. So he's there now. Mm-hmm. Um they have some new interesting guys. The most interesting guy there is Elijah Burns. He's a grad transfer from Notre Dame. Mm. Um, he's a local guy there. Um, he's from uh, Troy, uh, which is right right outside of Albany. Um, so I think that's where the team is interesting. They have Donald Carey, who came over from Mount St. Mary's when mm-hmm. Jamie and Christian came over, and he ended up staying. They have an Illinois State transfer in Matt Hine. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this will be an interesting – they're going to have to run – the offense through Pickett, yes. obviously, but they have some, you know, yeah, solid guys that absolutely. can help them out. And I think, you know, a lot of you hear the term gravity thrown out there a lot in the game of basketball. Just you know, when mm-hmm. you have a superstar like that, they they attract defenders, they attract attention. Yeah. And you know, if you get the ball to Jalen Pickett at the top of the key, and he's driving, and he's got two, three guys trying to stop yeah. him, that's an easy kick to the corner or yeah. wherever for three. You know what I mean? And if they can just if if they can manage. For these other guys, this this supporting cast around Pickett to be able to you know hit open yeah. shots, score consistently when they're needed to, mm-hmm. and you know play sound defense. Yeah, I you know I, I mentioned it earlier. You know what I mean? The whack, the whack, the MAC is a very competitive conference. <laughs> it is. That's that's another team that certainly could throw their name in the conversation come yeah. tournament time. One thing that changes this year at the conference tournament is no longer in the home arena. Right. So mm-hmm. you wonder how that affects them. Um, so right. you so never Atlantic know with that. City. But uh, <laughs> Atlantic City. Um, so next up, I'll take uh, Monmouth. Mm-hmm. I feel like the theme with this team is they're always good, but they're never good enough. <laughs> um, they lost a big inside presence in Diago Quinn. Oh, yeah. I, I um, just, when I think Diago Quinn, I just think of last year's semifinal game against Canisius. Right. He just... He was an animal. He was. I, mean, he, I don't want to say he single-handedly won them the game, but he was a very, very, very big part of why they won that game and yeah. had the chance to face off against Iona in the finals. I mean, he was a monster on the glass. He was a monster down low, and the Griffs just did not have an answer for him. No. Um, so he's really their only loss this year. Mm-hmm. They, they bring back everyone else. Ray Stalinade, Malik Martin, Deion Hammond, Mustafa Traor, Marcus McQuarrie, Louis Polari. I mean, the, the list just goes on and on. They have a, new, they have a Chattanooga transfer in Donovan Totley, um, who did pretty well there as a freshman. He averaged 11.4 points a game uh, for them last year at the Mox. Um, so it'll be interesting to see 
you know, how they do. King Rice is always a very good coach, and mm -hmm. he coaches very well. He coaches for the conference tournament. He, right. That's where he does yeah. his best coaching. I mean, you're, yeah, you remember it last year. I mean, what were they? Yeah. Getting in the conference They, they were 0-11, yeah. something like that. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I, I think, think they, 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 won won one they won one non-conference yeah, game right. last it, year. They hadn't won one or won one. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, heading into that, you're thinking, all right, well, this, you could throw them out of the conversation 1-11. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, out of nowhere, they, they get to the they, next exactly, final. They yeah, play they, their they, best ball come conference time, and they make it to the final. And they, they've gotten there twice in the last four years, but, you know, it's going back to... The theme for them, I feel like, is always good. Like, they're good, yeah. but they're never – they don't take that next step right, in winning right, the conference right, tournament right, right. and getting to the NCAA tournament. Mm -hmm. um, so next up in seventh, I have where we are, Canisius. <laughs> um, I'm having a, a tough time getting a gauge on them this year because obviously they lost Isaiah Reese mid-year last year to call yeah. Olsen is gone to Seton Hall. Um, I think that's a good pickup for Seton Hall. I mean, it's a very we're, good pick. We're yeah. a biased, I, I've been seeing um, some tweets down from writers down there that to call Molson will fit in really, really mm -hmm. well down there. And I mean that, that that's another that Seton Hall team. That's a sleeper team. I they, think they, they can are. make some noise. Yeah, they can in the Big East. They're the Big East is strong this year. I, yes. I wrote a thing on my uh, my personal blog the other day, AidenJolly.wordpress.com. <laughs> shameless um, plug. plug right there. <laughs> that I wrote about how. The Big East is really strong this year, mm -hmm. and, and Seton Hall came up during that. Oh, yeah. um, they're probably the second-best team in the I'd conference. Say so. So, um, I'd say so. Behind Villanova, obviously. But the Big East is very strong this mm -hmm. year. Um, so going back to Canisius, uh, Malik Johnson, they're going to probably have to run the majority of the offense through him. Yes, they have Jordan Henderson and Jelani White, who are some nice pieces. Um, Scott Hitchin, who's solid defensively. He needs to... Do, to do better on offense. Yeah. Um, so you, you never know how that's going to look. <laughs> they brought in Corey Brown, who's a grad transfer from Northern Arizona. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure how he looks, but they have some freshmen coming in. They have Akram Ahmed, who's a freshman, and Majesty Brandon, who I'm, I'm, I, I'm very intrigued. Mm -hmm. We've talked about him before. Yeah. I'm very intrigued by them. He was a JUCO All-American at uh, Monroe Community College, which is in Rochester, about an hour yep. from here. Um, he averaged, I think it was 24 points a game there. Mm -hmm. um, he really did well. And I get, he, he scored 22 points in their exhibition yeah, game on exactly Saturday against up. McMaster, a Canadian school. Um, so I, I, I feel like he'll have a role immediately. Absolutely. I was thinking the same well. thing. I mean, I, as you said, I mean, you got to run the, the offense to Blake Johnson. I Obviously. Mean, he's a senior, yeah. he's probably your best player. Yeah. You know what yes. I mean? That, that, that's who you got to get the, you know, you got to put the ball in his hands, let him make plays. Yeah. If he can get to the basket, let him score. Mm -hmm. You know, that obviously I'd say that's definitely your go-to guy there. But as you said, I, I think Majesty Brandon is a very, you know, once again, obviously we're at Canisius College. So right, that right. being said, I think he can certainly be a sleeper guy in the MAC this year. You know what I mean? Right. I think, obviously, putting up 24 a game, uh, yeah, okay, it's Juco, but... But you know, you're still putting it's up still, 24. It's still impressive. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, if he can translate that game, you know, to Canisius, to the MAC, I think he can be a very, very talented yeah. player for the Scripps team. And I noticed during the year last year, as the year went on, Jelani White and Jordan Henderson really improved. And yeah. um, I, I get, I've heard they've improved a lot in the offseason. They've made some mm -hmm. good leaps and bounds um, in terms of, getting better throughout yeah. the summer so if those two can have a bigger role i i could see you know i have them seventh right now but i could see them potentially competing yeah. for a buy right in the top yeah five. i agree i mean 
you know, with White and Hitchin, I mean, they're six seven, six eight. You know, a little undersized. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not. They're not seven foot giants that are no, that's no. grabbing every rebound. But with that being said, I think they can certainly be a presence down low, and they're going to need to be just yeah. because the the Scripps teams lack size. They, 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 have, but, they have Dante St. Louis and. That's yeah, about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know I'll, what I mean? I, I think if they can come out and just, you know, play their game, you know, I'm sure Reggie Witherspoon will have a system. He'll have something ready for this right. team. You know, I, I think they can, yeah. I feel like I just keep repeating myself, but it, it, the, the more you bring up stuff like this and the more you say, well, if this happens and this happens, this team could be Yeah, it's a, it's it, a, this team has a lot of ifs. Right, honestly. absolutely. I mean, a, a majority of the teams in the conference do, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean you have your Ionas and Riders, you know, who are kind of the clear-cut, you know, Favorites. on paper top yeah. two. Yeah. But once you get past them, I mean, it's it, it's a coin flip. Yeah, you know what it I mean? really There's is. There's so many teams with good players who, if they can manage to put it together, they can compete. Yeah. Um, so next up, I have Fairfield, um, who I feel like they're a very meh team. <laughs> um, they have their new coach in Jay Young, the assistant from Rutgers. He had been an assistant for about 25 years. He has a ton of experience. Yeah, he was uh, most recently at Rutgers, like I just said. Um, but Yeah, I got 12 years at Stony Brook, Four to Rutgers, spent the last three seasons Northeastern, at Rutgers. yeah. Yep. Head coach at New Haven, mm-hmm. which I believe is a D2. Um, yes, it's a D2. Um, but this is his first D1 coaching job. Um, he is a Mac guy. He went to Marist. Mm. Um, so I, I think he'll be interesting as a coach in the Mac. I think he's a very solid Mac guy. Um, yeah. They're going to have to rely on different guys this year. They have Jesus Cruz back. And that will, you know, really help them. Uh-huh. But um, they're very meh. You know, they they, <laughs> lo- they lost Niftali Alvarez. They lost Jonathan Casababu. Um, so. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I I, think, I'm having a hard time getting a gauge on them. Yeah, I feel you on that. I mean, I'm just looking at the roster. I mean, they certainly bring back some guys who can score and cruise. I mean, Tal- Talia Farrow. I mean, he averaged 12.3 last year I have here. Um, but... You know, as you said, it's they they do kind of feel like a team where it's a little bit unknown. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I I'm not I'm not even sure where to go with it. You know what I mean. Yeah. I think, you know, with, with the new coach, I think if he implements a system that works for this team, hey, yeah, there, you know, there's another team you can throw into the mix for yeah. being competitive. But you know, this is the type of team where I feel like you got to see him play first to really yeah, engage. absolutely. You know I, mean? I agree with that. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> Next up, I'm going to go with St. Peter's. Uh, Shaheen Holloway is in year two. Um, obviously, ev- everyone in college basketball knows it is so tough to win at St. Peter's. Just throughout the years, I mean, John Dunn did an outstanding job there. I mean, yeah. with little to no resources, no great facilities, uh, probably the worst arena in the conference. Um, yeah. but, but, I mean, he won there, and they... Um, they return Cameron Jones and uh, Quinn Taylor, or not not Quinn Taylor. Yeah, they do return him. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, they lost Sam Adowu. Uh, they they bring back Casey and Defo, but it's 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 kind of an unknown with St. Peter's as well. Um, I think they have some solid guys. I think Cameron Jones has some potential mm-hmm. to do well, but again. 
I, I just don't think they have the talent there mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, that's, I mean, just looking at this roster, I mean, Nazir Bostic, uh transferred from Penn State. I mean, again, that's an experienced guy, Big Ten experience. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 do, I do agree with you there where, you know, again, it's, you know, maybe they can put it together. Who knows? Again, this may be another one of those teams where it's like kind of got to watch them play first to get right. a gauge on them. But, you know, just looking at this on paper, I agree. I'm not sure if they can – you know, really compete, right? At compete the with level your Ionas, compete with your riders. Come yeah. tournament time, but again, yeah. I mean, they, they they kept it close with Ni- or not Niagara, Iona in the yeah. quarterfinals. Yeah, um, they did. No. They kept it very close. I think they only they only lost that game. I think it was seventy six seventy four mm-hmm. that game. And I I remember I was watching that game. I'm like, St. Peter's is going to win this game. <laughs> that the streak is over. Yeah, right. But I was wrong. <laughs> um, As is March Madness. Yes. Um, so 10th, I have a team we talked about a handful of minutes ago, Niagara. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the new, new coach in <laughs> Greg Paulus. Oh, yeah. Um, they only bring back one starter in James Towns. They have Raheem Solomon and Marcus Hammond, who are some solid young guys. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost Marvin Prochet, and it seems like they just they lost a lot. And yeah. that happens when there's a new coach. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, w- with a new coach, you have – you know, obviously you may lose guys just simply for the fact it's a change of culture, change of, yeah. you know, system, change of, you yeah. know, there's a lot of change with that. Yeah. But with that being said, you know, you also have you also have the potential to say, you know, oh, you know, you got a new coach, oh, maybe you'll bring guys with you from wherever. But, you know, with with yeah. D-line coming from Lemoyne, D2. You know, where you're D2, yeah. you know what I mean, that kind of lessens that idea. But, yeah. you know... With that being said, yeah, line lasted two, three months. Now yeah. you're on Paulus, yeah, who was the associate coach. Exactly, he right. was in house. So, yeah. you know, it, it's tough. I mean, I yeah, I can't. Re- you know, if they if they don't compete this year and you know they can't put it together, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't really blame I, I mean, them I mean, just because you yeah. know that's such a swift change. They have to go yeah, what, I mean, weeks before the season. Not say, two, yeah, two weeks. You know, yeah. you built your whole offseason, you know, around Beeline and his system and how he coaches. Yeah. And then and I, I feel like the season. I feel, I'm going to interrupt you here. Yeah, I yeah. feel like Greg Paulus was coaching the team a good chunk of the summer yeah. because Patrick Beeline was away from right. the team and he mm-hmm. had his back surgery. and Right. So... I think Greg Paulus is going to very low risk, high reward situation. I think. Yeah, no, you know, I if they, agree if, with they you, do, sure. if they do well this year, Niagara would be like, okay, like we're going to keep you yeah, on if right, you have a good exactly. year. But if you have a bad year, it's like, eh, whatever. He was right. an interim coach. Yeah, it's not a big deal. No, they, I agree with you. 100%. And they can just kind of chalk this up as a lost season right. because of Patrick Beeline. Exactly, leaving. and you know, with that being said, they are in a sense a wild card in that yeah. regard, just because who knows what'll happen. Yeah, you know what I mean. They could buy into Greg Paulus and play super hard and put a special run together yeah. and maybe compete. Or on the other hand, it may not work out. The chemistry may not be there. Paul yeah. may not connect with the players. His system may not be, right. you know, what they need. And it, like you said, it'll just chalk it up to a loss. But yeah. with that being said, I, you know, I don't think the expectations there are. We have to win now. You know yeah. what I mean? It's especially at this point. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I think I think this is one of the seasons where they just play it out. You see what happens. And, yeah. You know, you go from there. I mean, just looking at their roster. I mean, kind of similar to Kanishas. You know what I mean? They got a. They, 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 they have some, yeah, they're small. They have a couple decent guys back, but they lost some guys. Mm-hmm. And I mean, James Towns, point guard, he averaged ten and a half last year. He, he's their best player back. Yes, I, would, I, would I would absolutely, absolutely yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chris Casey is now an assistant at Fairfield. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he was just recently hired by Jay Young, so he's staying in the MAC. So he'll have a homecoming at some point. <laughs> um, so, and then last, I have Marist, who is not good. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Mar- Marist will struggle this year, yeah. definitely. <laughs> um, they have Darius Hines back and Tobias Schoberg, but. Yeah, I mean, they, that's about it. Yeah, they lost a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I mean, they are bringing in a lot of freshmen, a lot of, a new, lot guys. of new faces. They're really young. Um, you know, and th- w- with that being said, I-, I think that, you know, again, that's one of the things where it's just gonna it's it's gonna come down to if these young guys can you know understand yeah. the system, maybe maybe. But again, as yeah, you said, I, it's gonna I be don't tough to. I, I don't they think. they they lost Brian Parker, who was their best player by leaps and bounds. Oh, they yeah. lost Isaiah Lamb. They lost David Knudsen. So you you just you don't know with them. Mm-hmm. They, they like I said, yeah. they have Hines and Schilbert. They're gonna have they're gonna need to have Matt Harasme pick up a, a much larger role. He only averaged three points. Yeah. But with that being said, only one senior on the roster this year, and Tobias Schoberg. Right. Um, you know, so maybe that you know leads you into next year. You'll have some experience. You'll have a group of guys who are familiar with the system. Yeah. And, Maybe next year is the year they I mean, can make some noise. But as you said, I, I, I don't I don't think this is their year. John Dunn is a very good X's nose coach. Yep. Um, we saw that at St. Peter's. We saw mm-hmm. that last year with his first year at Marist. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, how he does. It's not going to happen this year, mm-hmm. but, yeah. you know, maybe. And, you know, and I think they could certainly pull off some wins that you'd say, oh, hey, I didn't think they would win that game. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Because Dunn's he's a good X's nose guy. He's. You know, I think he kind of instills that yeah. physical mentality. Yeah. You know, a lot of grit, a lot of toughness. But, you know, I, I don't think that in the long run, I, I'm not sure if they can make a whole lot of noise. No, I don't, I, I, I don't think they can either. Um, but anyway, I, th- I think it'll be, you know, interesting once we get the game started. We'll go through non-conference games, mm-hmm. obviously. First, um, we'll, we'll go to – well, speaking of that, we'll transition into more uh, our national um, mm-hmm. segment. Tonight is the Champions oh, Classic, man. the oh. first night of the Ooh. college basketball season. We'll see oh, one man. versus two and three versus four back-to-back at, at Madison Square Garden. Oh, it's going to be great. I cannot put in words how excited so, I am So Michigan State and Kentucky will uh, open up the night. Mm-hmm. They play at or, – or, They'll play at 9.30. I'm sorry. Duke and Kansas will open it up at 7. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be – those are going to be some really interesting games. Oh, yeah. Michigan State and Kentucky um, will be up at 9.30 following that. That's one versus two. That'll be – um, I am so looking forward to both of these games, yeah. especially that Michigan State-Kentucky game. Yeah, it's going to be – I think it's going to be just – It's, it's going to be a dogfight. You know? Absolutely. Tom, Tom Izzo will have the team ready. John Calpari will have the team. Oh, well, okay. I mean, this is – this is the best of the best, right? Oh, here. And, yeah. and you never get this on the first know, night of a season. I know. I was never. the same thing. Like, this is the type of matchup yeah. you see middle, late March. Yeah, you, you see, know you what know, I mean? I, or, like, early April. Yeah, the, the last one versus two matchup that I can remember was Kansas against Oklahoma. And that was during conference. Right. And that ended up, that was um, probably about two or three years ago. I remember that. That, that ended up, that, that was, that was, 
the game of oh, the year. It went triple overtime. Triple overtime. Both both crazy. teams got over a hundred oh, points. God, that was unbelievable. I remember. Li- yeah. I, I literally legitimately was. I remember watching that game on my couch at like twelve thirty one in the morning. And yeah. I was like, I gotta go to bed. I can't yeah. do this. I, I, I have to be up for school. Sc- I have to be up for school exactly. in six hours. <laughs> I know. So I'm laying in bed and I got the game on my phone and I literally probably stayed up for another half an hour hour just watching this dog fight. Just yeah. On and on and on. Oh, yeah. That, that, and that, I mean, I, I hope we can have another. Yeah. You know, game like that tonight. Oh yeah. I um, mean, I am so excited to watch Cassius Winston play basketball. Again. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that kid so, so, so much. When he yeah. said he was coming back to Michigan State, immediately my first thought was Michigan State just became the title contender, the number I, one yeah, title contender. Yeah. I mean, he's that good of a player. Where, I mean, he can score, he can destroy right. you. And I kind of mentioned it earlier with Pickett at Siena, the gravity he creates. Right. I mean, he, gonna I, he's going two. to be—he's going to be the best player in the country yes. this year, without I mean, a doubt. He's going to be have to be doubled. Yeah. You know what I mean? And All the time. With that Michigan State roster and Tom Izzo coaching. Yeah. You got guys that can make shots. You got guys that can contribute all around the—you know—all around the court. Yeah. So. I, I, yeah. I see no reason why this Michigan State team will not be in the Final Four, bearing yeah. injury or something catastrophic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another game that I think is going to be really good tonight is Wisconsin and St. Mary's. It's uh, yeah. at nine o'clock. It's in yeah. South Dakota. Right. They're well, playing hey, it at a neutral know, site. Shout out to um, South Dakota. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> we love South Dakota. Oh, yeah. There's nothing else there. Shout out to Mike so, Dom. <laughs> Mike Dom, I love Mike <laughs> Dom. <laughs> so um, I, I saw a tweet uh, this morning. I think it was John Rothstein that tweeted it. This will be Wisconsin's first game without Ethan Happ since the 2015 national championship game against Duke. That's unbelievable. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. He, he was just one of those guys that was like, this guy's been around for like a yeah. million years. That's I mean, like a Perry Ellis type thing. Yeah. I, I, like, I feel like... It's a good... Like, I'm literally thinking... This I feel like that like, game was so long ago. I know. Like... Like I, I, that was I like Grayson. That, that was Grayson I Allen. I know. I was scrolling through my phone and I saw that game. I was like, "Oh wow, Ethan Happ gets to watch him Ethan Happ tonight against a good team." And I was like, "Wait, Ethan, wait, he's not he's here not anymore there anymore. What's going on?" Yeah, you know, I, I think absolutely. I think that can be a very, very, very competitive game. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like it's you know, it's not like it's the one versus two of the Champions no, no. Classic. But with that being said, those are two strong teams, two yeah. more than likely tournament teams. I yeah. would assume you know at this point in the year. Yeah. You know, I I think that will certainly be kind of a telltale. I mean, if Wisconsin can win that, yeah. You know, I mean, that's a top top twenty five ranked Mary's 25. team. That's right a there. quality win. That's a key yeah. one win right there. I mean, whatever. It is. Yeah, but, and I think um, I think St. Mary's is going to compete in the West Coast Conference this year. Yeah, they absolutely. they weren't as good last year. I mean, they only got in because they won the conference. Right, 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 right. right. Uh, I mean, that was going to just be a one bid league with Gonzaga, but. Even now, the West Coast Conference is strong this year. They could have mm-hmm. they could have BYU in there. That's a fact. And BYU is at, at BYU the is very team solid right this year. They're a very good team. They yeah. can make some noise. I agree with you there for sure. I have another national championship contender in Florida. We haven't talked Perry about Black them. Perry Black. Oh, they, that's they, such a big addition. They have they have a really good backcourt. They have a ton of depth, like you said, Kerry Blackshire. I think. Uh, they could really compete this I year. Agree. I, I'm very excited to watch them. I agree. Um, I, I think I think they are. I, they're not even a sleeper team. I think they're straight up a team that. No. I yeah, think a are. lot of people expect to be in the final four. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Think, they yeah. are. They they have you know with Blackshear and they just have a lot of talent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Straight up, there's no other way around it. They just yeah. have straight up talent. Right. Guys that can play the game of basketball yeah. at a high level. Yeah. You know, I mean. Looking at their lineup, Blackshear, of course, at Virginia Tech last year, that's a huge addition. Yeah, he, I mean, he was the 
he was the guy yeah. in the transfer market that everyone wanted. Oh, he yeah. chose to play his uh, last year of basketball near home. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, he's it's great for him. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward oh, yeah. to right forward, now. I'm looking forward to watching that team um, play. He's from I mean, Orlando, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's from Orlando. So, he's playing his last year close to home. That's what he wanted to right. do, and that's, you know, the main reason of why he went to Florida, mm-hmm. and I think they can create a, a very good culture there. Another team... We talked about this before we started recording, but another team that I'm really excited to watch, and I, I know you have a hot take about them, is Memphis. <laughs> um, yeah, I, my, my idea with Memphis is this, is that at the end of the day, I'm probably going to love watching them play. I right, mean, I agree. I mean, James Wiseman, uh, you know, Precious, I don't even know how to say it. Achua. 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 Precious Achua, thank you, my gosh. Um, they, they got so many young freshman, sophomore players that are insanely talented. Yeah. And I guarantee you they'll be a high-flying team and they'll just be a fun team to watch. Yeah. Penny Hardaway, I think Penny Hardaway has solidified himself in his second year at Memphis yeah. as one of the best recruiters in the country. Right. You know, just pulling off the recruiting class he has this year. Yeah. But with that being said, the one thing that concerns me is experience. Yeah. Is that... You know, you you have a lot of these guys who are really good players, who are talented freshmen, sophomores, all that. But with that being said, when when was the, I, I don't know if it really has ever happened where you have a team of almost all freshmen and sophomores that have won it all right. come March. You know what right. I mean? I mean, you you had Duke last year where they had their probably three of the best players in the country were freshmen on that team, mm-hmm. and came tournament time, the experience I believe hurt them. You know what I yeah. mean? And they, yeah. they couldn't. They, they barely escaped the round of 32 and 316 and then fell to Michigan yeah. State. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, the Fab Five is another one. I mean, fa- I mean, obviously, different time period, right, different right. era. Obviously, but yeah. regardless, yeah. you know, that's five young guys right there, and they came close but couldn't pull it off. So, right. I mean, I, I don't think anybody has Memphis ranked in, like, the top five or no, you know, no, anything I, they, crazy they're like ranked, that. No, no, they're ranked 14. Yeah, I exactly. You know, Which I think I think that's a good I place agree, for them. I, agree, I, I, think, I think they'll end up moving up potentially into the top 10 at some point yeah. in the year. But I think that's a great place just because, they're the, you know, the committee's basically saying, you know, okay, you're number 14, you got a lot of talent on paper, prove it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Show us that you can overcome this this lack of experience and these talented guys, these athletic guys, can straight up play basketball. You yeah. Know? And then I'm also going to throw in one more team there is Louisville. Okay. I have to give a big shout-out to Chris Mack because right. after all the scandals, all the crap that he had to go through getting this job and yeah. the hurdles he had to overcome, the fact that they are a top-10 team in the country right now. This top quickly. Five, top five. Yeah, yeah. In the this quickly. is unbelievable to Yeah. Me. I cannot believe it. And, of course, got to show love to my boy Jordan Awara, 716 oh, yeah. represent. Went to the Park School of Buffalo. There you go. You know, big, big shout-out to Jordan. I think I think Noir is going to absolutely ball out this year. Yeah. I think he will I, I think, I think be an he's, All-American. Yeah. You know, I, I think he's – but he, he's, I believe, is going to be one of their key players. Uh, I mean, Lamar Kimball, I believe he's, he's a grad transfer from St. Joe's. He averaged 15.6 last year, I think, uh, at the point guard. He will certainly be a, a big player for them, too, just running the offense. But I think the ball, at the end of the game, the ball is going to be in Nora's hands. And, yeah. you know, I'm very excited to see that. Obviously, I'm a little biased because, you know, right. I covered him, you know, when yeah. he was playing here in Western New York. Yeah. But with that being said, I think Louisville can certainly make a lot of noise this year. And then my second sleeper team, I'm going way off the grid here. All right. Okay. The Colorado Buffaloes. All right, hear me out I, on this. One. No, I agree with you. I, I've seen. I've seen because. One, all right. Okay. I, I'll hear you back, out. Yeah. They bring back, legitimately, almost their whole team. I yes. mean, I mean, I'm I'm looking at this. You know, I, I shout out to 3 I'm looking at this 
you know, it's the 2020 college basketball returning minutes. Like the percentage of, you know, total rosters, of their total roster from last year, the minutes that they returned this year. Colorado is fifth in the country. They returned 94.1% of their total minutes last year. Right. Which is mind-boggling to me for a power six Especially, team. yeah, especially in this day and age. I exactly. Mean, you, you never see that. You, you, exactly. You never, ever, ever see that. You know, top five, if anybody's curious. Uh, Illinois, Chicago, 99.7%. Mount St. Mary's, 97%. Harvard, 96.4%. Davidson, 94.8%. And then Colorado in fifth. Um, and, you know, Harvard-Davidson, obviously, those are another two mid-major teams right. that have been thrown that, out there that can, yeah. you know, make late tournament runs. But, right. you know, I think Colorado can absolutely make some noise this year. You know what I, I mean? I think they can, too. I, I remember, um, I actually have my Wendy's magazine right yeah. in front of me here as we record it. And I, and I opened the Colorado's page as soon as he started talking about yeah. that. Um, but I remember reading them, and they said, Colorado's going to win the Pac-12 this year. And yeah. I thought, really? Yeah. And I know the Pac-12 is down this year, but mm-hmm. Washington is still good. Oregon is still... Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> Oregon is all right. Um, but then I looked into them more. I'm like, yeah. you know what? They could. They're right. <laughs> they're right. They could make I mean, well, I think they were, you know, I want I think like 23-13, if I'm not mistaken, overall last year. I think 11 or 13 wins, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah I, and I, conference. I yeah, ten, um, they were 10-8. 10-8 in conference, my bad. Um, 23-13 overall. Yes. You know, and that's a pr- overall that's a pretty good yeah it a is team in the Pac-12. It is. And you bring back you bring the whole band back together basically. Yeah. I think there's no reason why they can't either you know number one not only compete for the Big Twelve but win for the Big Twelve the Pac-12 or win the Pac-12. Yeah, and I mean Washington is going to be good this year. <laughs> um, like I said, UCLA mm-hmm. might be another team that can compete in the Pac-12 with Mick Cronin now at the home. You know, Mick Cronin has always been an LA guy. Yeah. Obviously, oh, of I think everyone of knows course. that. Of course, um, but uh, obviously, this will be his first season at UCLA after the mm. dumpster fire that was at uh, <laughs> yeah. coaching. Oh, yeah, that oh. head coach hire after, um, and he's at Nevada now. Is uh, their yes, new coach? Why well, I completely be blanking on his name, but um, <laughs> that's um, yeah. <laughs> I am too completely honest with you. Yeah, was, but I, I think. And then I, that was I Steve Alford. Yeah, I'm Steve Alford. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, You're sorry right. about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with that being said, though, you know, just before, quickly before, you know, we're running out of time here, but I'll, just to wrap it up a little bit, you know, we I kind of gave you a sleeper team. I'm gonna give you a team that I believe that, you know, they're ranked pretty highly this year, but I I don't see it. All right, I, Texas Tech. All right. I think okay. Yeah. The, here, no, here's I agree my thing with about that. Texas Tech is that. Yes, they did make the national championship last year. Yes. yes, Chris Beard is a fantastic coach. Right. Yes, they had a heck of a roster last year. But with that being said, your star player was Jared Culver. You he's had gone. Tariq Owens, he's gone. Matt Mooney, he's gone. Yeah. You know, they they really do not bring back. I mean, they bring back David Moretti. He's a good player. Yeah. Um, I know, I'm looking. They they got a couple tran couple grad or uh, just transfers. Uh, Chris Clark from Virginia Tech. And TJ Holyfield from Stephen F. Austin, you know, I think they will probably slide into their starting lineup. Lineup, lineup, lineup. Uh, but I mean, I'm looking at this roster. You got your starting five, your starting five, freshman, junior, sophomore, redshirt senior, redshirt senior, uh, six men off the bench as a senior, and then you have redshirt freshman, 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 freshman. So they have no depth. They have they legitimately no depth. I, I mean, I mean, college you can play with you know seven or eight guys. Yeah. But yeah, but and then I also my my other gripe was them, and I I saw a tweet a while back, and I could not remember who it was, but you know they were just talking about strength of schedule and you know come yeah. tournament time how crucial that is, and you know kind of talking about on paper 
who's looking good for strength of schedule this year, yeah. who's looking not so good. And at the bottom of the list was Texas Tech. And I was like, really? That seems yeah. I mean, Big 12, I mean, you know, I'm sure they got some good games, but I'm looking at yeah. it. I'm going to read you their non-con schedule. Okay. Eastern Illinois, Bethune-Cookman, Houston Baptist, Tennessee State, Long Island University, Iowa at a neutral site game. Uh, That'll be a good test. Yeah, right? DePaul, Louisville in a neutral site game, which is probably that's, their biggest that's test. That's a big game. Southern yep. Miss, UT Rio Grande, CSU Bakersfield. That is their entire non-conference schedule. And I'm not going to lie to you. I look at that and I say, okay, Iowa, sure. Okay, Louisville, that's a great game. Yeah. Who? But that's it. <laughs> Who else? They're, they're not, they didn't, else. I mean, those two games will challenge themselves in, but other than that, I mean. Other than that, you're playing cupcakes, you know what yeah, I mean? And, and, and for a team that, you know, you certainly can compete for the Big 12 title, but, I mean, you got your yeah. Kansases, you got your Iowa States, who, you know, certainly should be good this year, I would right. assume. But, who knows? I think they'll, yeah. I think they'll be a tournament team, but I do not think yeah. that. Ba- I even think Baylor's Baylor. really good. Oh, yeah, I, I was just watching yeah. them before we came over here. They're, yeah. Baylor too, but yeah. I, I think they're that kicking is, Central Arkansas's teeth in. <laughs> yeah, but I, I would say if I could pick out one team like that that I believe is ranked right now that I do not think will be ranked at the end of the year, for me it's Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. So we are just about out of time for today's episode of the first episode of the Talk to Mac podcast. My, yeah, yeah. my name is Aiden Jolly alongside Adam Gorski. Good night. <laughs>